0: Welcome to the Everyday Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Philip Brady, and it is my honor to bring you this next episode. It is my hope, ambition, and purpose to inspire, guide, and equip people like you and I with the tools, stories, strategies, hope, and inspiration to make the difference only we can make. This podcast will highlight examples of mothers, fathers, sons daughters friends and colleagues who have risen above circumstance braved the odds and come out of the other end more successful more grounded more inspiring more kind and more grateful and that is my hope for you and now to the show welcome to the everyday heroes podcast you are the first guest and it's an honor to have you on it and from the first conversation i had with you and uh, many kind of conversations i guess on instagram before that i was intrigued by who you are what you do and just had to get you on this then as one of the guests so thank you for taking the time and looking forward to the conversation
1: Epic! This is going to be so cool. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, we can give the guys a ton of uh, uh, a ton of value. And I feel uh, a bit on the spot being the first guest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, right? And
1: uh, the 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 aim really
0: was to have stories from people like yourself that, like you and I, could be beside each other in the in the queue in Sainsbury's or Tesco or any of the shops and not realize how inspiring the person beside you is. And so that it really equips people with stories of possibility and that they can be the hero in their own story. So that was some of the intent. But do you want to give anyone listening a just a kind of lens into what's going on for you at the moment? What are you up to and what are you kind
1: of busy with in this chapter of your life? So. Yeah, I'm Ben. Um, I am owner of Level Up Academy, so pretty much my Level Up Academy helps guys level up uh, their body, their energy, their confidence, and more importantly, just them as a whole. Um, We've served in 22 different countries. We've been running for the last 18 months or so. Before that, it was a coaching brand called Skinny to Strong, and now it's evolved into... Um, a little bit more uh, personal development, high performance coaching, along with the physique development, which has been um, an amazing journey. Um, as well as that, um, I work inside one of the world's uh, biggest uh, fitness masterminds, helping other coaches grow, scale their business and um, create a coaching brand that has a lot of impact um and then yeah like this chapter in my own personal life i'm out here in dubai uh, it's coming up to a year Uh, i'm currently training i'm trying to build a body that's ready for anything so i'm playing football i'm doing half marathons i'm trying to look in good shape i'm trying to lift stupid weights for my body weight and uh yeah i think that's pretty much everything (laughs) nice i'm from northern ireland right from belfast northern ireland yeah
0: Amazing, because we have a mutual friend and a common, probably a few, but Chris McGee then recently, um, you and I talked about him and local connection and stuff.
1: Yeah, Chris is a hero and then Lenny and things. So yeah, and hopefully as well. um, I speak quite fast, so hopefully everyone can understand me too. That's okay. No issue. Um, We'll do a transcript
0: afterwards, right? (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, what I was hoping to do with some of these questions is follow that kind of hero's journey, because again, You'll see this showing up in movies, the cycle that people go through and what makes people heroes is that journey and the difficulty and then kind of rising back up and returning home, you could say in some sense. So for you, as you think back to your life and your your like taking you up to today, what adventures have you kind of set off or created for yourself? And what was that kind of uh, reason for triggering
1: that adventure? What was the
0: kind of call to those adventures for you?
1: So yeah, like, I love that. And it's really everything that I do, leveling up. It's really like I level up, I find my, pot. I find my capabilities, I find who I am through challenge, I express myself. And personally, like, there's a period in my life where I felt quite passive. And I felt um, that I didn't have the ability to do things. I didn't have the ability to speak up. I didn't have the confidence to get what I needed. I didn't uh, feel heard and a part of things. So yeah, like pretty much. Um, growing up, that was that was how I felt. That was how I was conditioned to, to feel as well, based off my circumstance. So it was really like, again, like I'm like I'm 26 years old. I've achieved a lot. in those 26 years, but ultimately, like it was around that sort of 17, 18 mark where I started to basically separate myself from everyone. I went in a, a, a I went in my own bubble. I worked three jobs. I got into training. And really, that was like, through training, that was like, right, I can create myself. And start off, I can create how I look. And then over time, as I pursued that more and more and more, I got into personal development. And then I started to create my own identity. Um, and that identity, that was really what I had basically packaged and show, helped other people with. That skinny to strong identity. And now it's more leveling up your whole as an identity. So really, like the adventure I've been on is just really sort of... Um, exploring who am I, exploring what I'm capable of, um, and really um, just chipping away and sculpting at that. And it's been a beautiful journey. Um, I've turned into, like we were chatting on on another call, Um, I've turned into someone that goes and gets things. I've turned in, I've uh, went from passive to now in charge and uh, really doing what I want to do and going after my goals. Um and yeah, so it's a journey. So the big adventure that I've been on and help others with is just level up and really sort of um achieve their full potential.
0: Yeah, I love that. And as well as that it's a stage in development when you move from socialized, which is where you take who you are from the crowd that you surround yourself with, and then you take back the pen and start creating who that is and Moving from passive to active is exactly that stage because then you don't stay the victim of the group that you're in, you become the author of the tribe that you create,
1: which it sounds like is part of exactly that story that you've just described. I've been, I've went into uh, coaching groups and I've like talked on this. I actively create who I am and very intentionally I've created a system that I basically follow every day. Every day you get the opportunity to like choose what identity you step into. Now I'm quite realist. You can't wake up and say I'm going to wake up like you said, Bolt and sprint. <laughs> and you know, like you just can't. But you can choose, you, you choose if you'll be one step further towards the person that you wish you could show up as, the person that you wish you could be. And I've actively went from being very insecure, from being from not following through commitments, from not speaking, from being really messy, and over time created created the exact opposite trait that I want don't get me wrong there's been blips and things but I am very intentional it's like who do I want to be today what does this person need from me where how do I show up in this given situation and over time and over years when you do that when you set the intention you follow free and then you see the outcome and you start to believe it yeah you completely transform Um, you transform massively and one thing I, I say that like a lot of the guys and things that I work with is like in 30 days' time, you can be in a completely different place and feel completely differently. can't promise people a body, but I can promise with 30 days of operating and just basically looking at, right, what is, like, being aligned with that vision of yourself, you can feel like a different person, and other people can notice it too. So, yeah, like, definitely, that's something I would feel very, very strongly about is just creating who you want to be um, and the qualities that you want to be. Yeah,
0: and it links to kind of personal responsibility as well, that nobody's coming to save you sometimes you have to put on the cape and save yourself because otherwise you'll be waiting so that responsibility sounds to be playing out for you as well as somebody who does and helps other people do the same for them for their own life and who they create as their identity
1: yeah 100% percent And like every single year I call this a next level statement like I sit down and have a coffee with myself and I've done this the last six years and just look at what's the next level like what's it gonna be what's the next year how's it gonna feel who am I gonna be where how would I describe myself um yeah like I I have a statement that I pretty much like affirmed to myself I used to do it every day I don't do it uh, that much anymore to be honest um but it's a statement of a description of myself that I um that I I want to embody more and more and more and it just reminds me of myself um who i am and the qualities that i have um which is massive it is is so like like i said you just get to choose who you be and it's just if you don't choose it you don't set it you'll be you'll blur into the mass you'll blur into everyone else you will blur into what's normal I will completely like fully hold my hand up. I am abnormal. (laughs) But at the end of the day, I like that. I like that I'm abnormal. I get abnormal results. So no, yeah, like it's the main thing I'd say is like you get to really create what you want and be that, I think life in general, is getting quite deep, but I think life in general is just understanding and expressing yourself fully and becoming that. Mm.
0: And it's nearly taking off the stories of who you think you needed to be or should be more like and all those kind of things until you kind of come back to again that next level statement is you choosing that and reminding yourself of it enough so that you separate what's coming at you and not being reactive to that you're more proactive and again like you say you're actively creating who you are you're not passively reacting to who the world tells you you are are you've done the work, taken the responsibility, created that statement. And that then is your life and your behaviors are the expression of that.
1: Yeah. 100%, 100%. And like for any listener, listening to this, if I don't know, like if that's a bit, cause it is a bit of a, it's a bit, it's quite um hard to sort of even comprehend and take in the first place to start is like, like, what do I want people saying about me? What do I want to say about myself? What do I want to be remembered for? Like, do I want to remember, even do I want to remember this year was the year I got on top of my body, the year that I pushed my career, the year that I stepped into my most confident self, and the year that I went traveling, et cetera. Like, what do I want to remember me for? What do I want to remember this year for, this day, this week? It's probably the best place to start um, with that. Mm and maybe to be selfishly share something as well.
0: I have a friend, Mary, she's 95, and she's gonna be on one of these podcasts as well once I figure out how to get her on Zoom, right? And when you think about her life and the multiple chapters she's lived, she sees really clearly what a life well-lived looks like from close to, you could say, the end, or at least many people's end at that age anyway, but she's outlived family members and she's an unbelievable woman. But again, we forget to begin with the end in mind, which is one of Stephen Covey's seven habits where all the bullshit along the way is removed because we realize who we are and what's important at the end cuts through any of the noise
1: in the meantime. A hundred percent. And like sometimes like when I made this tr- decision to like go away and things, it's like I ask myself, what would a year old Ben say right now? And like, even just looking at that further and you, you, like, you can really tap into what you really feel is right. Um, so no, and I, th- and I think as well, like sometimes getting like getting her opinion and things will be massive. Um, so it will. Yeah. Is there a moment where you've used that wisdom in yourself, like, or a moment that you've had similar thoughts or crafted or directed yourself? Yeah, hundred percent. So I found a journal
0: from when I was about 15 or 16. And I had the words I wanted to be able to use to describe myself, like honest, humble, but confident, uh, integrity, all of those kind of things, loving, kind, thoughtful. And then I try every day to just live into that. And again, like you say, it's amazing what being intentional can do to proactively moving into the world rather than reactively moving away from the world and retreating. Um, It's very different when you're intentional. And even um, one of the the people I was coaching recently, and this is getting more about me than about you, Ben, so you're deviating here, right? But he struggled with that work-life balance and spending time and being present with his children when he got home in the evening. And one of the things from High Performance Habits by Brandon Burchard, he would say, every doorway is an opportunity to be intentional about intentional about who you will be on the far side. So he was then intentional about the father he wanted to be. And that radically shifted his literally transformation through the door into the character he was then playing or the part of himself he was playing. So we can set up these intentional things or, or, um, uh, boundaries that uh, trigger a version of ourselves. and that was quite powerful but I've tried to do that for me like when I go on stage to speak I make eye contact with people I don't look around or look inward and get nervous I focus on how can I be of service and even those reframes make a massive difference into how you show up but uh, I know that spending time with you and um, I'm going to learn a lot about leveling up as well and kind of growing and developing more of who I am because I I have a quote that Lenny told me about a while ago. He's like, hell on earth would be meeting the person you could have been. And that's a motivator. It's up uh, on my wall looking at me all day long. Um, But I try to live into that. And I played small for too long, Ben, because of fear and self-doubt. And now it's time. Now it's time to have the impact and hopefully help other people have the impact that only they can have. And that's the fire in my belly that I want to bring to the world. But if we go back to your adventure and that kind of call to Dubai and leveling up and doing that work for yourself, was there ever like those moments of like hesitation or uncertainty or before you kind of jumped in with two feet, what was the thought process there that kind of maybe delayed it or held it back? Or was there anything like that that stopped you or kind of delayed it or slowed it down a little bit?
1: There's always uncertainty. If, and I think if you're not getting uncertainty, it's probably... Uh, it's probably a thing that you need to look at like you're probably flatlining and not really pushing through and pushing through boundaries and things so yeah like definitely but in like is this in the move or like all all? yeah yeah 100% like probably one of the biggest ones I'd probably say in regards to yeah like there's been there's a few things like when I first when I first moved out, I remember that really clearly, and I I struggled because I moved out quite early. Um, I remember starting off coaching. I remember as well, like, um, I, when I got that position in uh, the mastermind, I was twenty two years old. I was helping individuals all around the world. Look like, uh, been in the industry 20-30 years and running massive businesses and I was like who am I and I remember when I was uncertain I used to affirm to myself before calls before things before like every day as people need me as I am now no more no less they need me as I am now and what that done was it pretty much got me to uh to not look at comparison not look at anything else and just be here be now and fully engaged in it and really just sort of accept that people, I suppose, you need, people want the hero, people want the leader, people want that, and you don't need to be a certain age or a certain, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna be, again, I'm I'm quite real, like you need to have a skill set and things, but um, it gives you that ability to at least try and show up. So that was probably a big moment where I really sort of, for for this podcast, hero, uh, that was my moment where I really sort of tapped into that hero moment. Um, In regards to moving over here, yeah like I didn't intentionally mean to move here um, there was situations that happened but um, ultimately when I decided to like make that leap and go one way um, even like on a plane it was like what would my 80 year old self say and I just remember it's just like you can always go back like you can always go back so that was a moment and yeah there's been a lot of uncertainty there's been a lot of uncertainty at moments and at the end like another thing that I look at and I suppose for anyone to share for me to share and for them to step into that sort of hero in themselves it's just operate from vision not circumstance so make a decision from where you want to be make a decision from the person that you want to be make a decision from the person that you'd like to be someone that you look up to that's a vision that you have or a trait of a vision that you have so it's like instead of this current situation look at the the vision and that sounds nice and that sounds good and that's a statement and things but even in reality, like even in like really tough times when people get sick, when there's debt, when there's all sorts of things, like you do just have to look at it as it's a wave. There's more, there's fervor, there's better days ahead. Um, and even in those uncertain moments, you just even have to lean into that vision more and more and more and more and more. Um, or a vision of feeling more and more and more. So yeah, I suppose I went off on a ramble there, but no. I suppose to sort of um summarize, to extract for people. If you're not, if you're not uncertain every now and again, it's a sign you're probably flatlining through things. And then as well, one thing that really helped me was people need me as I am now, no more, no less. They need me as I am now. Affirming that to yourself. And then the third thing as well is look at the vision and um, not the current circumstance.
0: Yeah. I love that. And it's one of the reasons why when I, so I started coaching, um, I qualified as a coach in 2013 and, uh, one of the models that you get taught is grow, O W goal, reality, options, will, or way forward. And with you deliberately start at goal and then reality, which is your vision, then circumstance. Because if you do it the opposite way around, you will narrow what you think possible based on current circumstance and limit the vision or the goal. So if you do it the opposite way around and start with the goal, then you map to where you are then it's easier to build a plan between now and then. So I love that statement. I will be stealing that blatantly, but I'll tag you every time that I use it, all right? It's, I, uh, it's,
1: it's mainly from Phil. Um, so so I'm not going to take credit. Phil, <laughs> uh, Phil Grim, but it's minimum. amazing. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's amazing. I'm gonna I'm speaking on stage actually with him in a couple of months and super excited. So I'll put that up and I'll tag you both. Uh, I'll, <laughs> give, I'll, I'll give the credit away, but. I love that. And that's deliberately why that grow model is in that order, which I was actually going to use as the format for my talk and deliberately do it that way uh, so that people do have that vision of the future, which they don't spend time on or what they want. Normally, it's all the attention goes on what they don't want, which they're currently experiencing. But maybe because I can link this to a question now. One of the things was really around who supported you or what supported you through those stages where it was difficult. It sounds like Phil was maybe a mentor, but was Maybe tell, say a little bit more about that, or was there other people or books that you read or anything that kind of helped you navigate that kind of period in your life as well?
1: Yeah, there's been many mentors, many. Phil's Phil's definitely the major one in regards to just help me change around my life, helping me um, from a a personal development perspective um, as well. I looked up to him as a coach when he was back physique coaching and things. And then now um, as a world leader, um, like helping businesses, 110%, like he's been a massive, massive role. Um, as I've grown in wisdom and uh, clarity in myself like there is aspects of any mentor that I have um, that I don't necessarily that I take traits of and I don't take traits of because I'm now more uh, more affirmed in myself but he's been a massive 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 role and I've always like we were chatting before but I always work with someone on one-to-one basis I've got a physique coach myself and um, in my earlier days like I went all around Europe every single weekend I work for free in in places um, I've done a, like a, a ton of hours just basically studying um, individuals that I want to be like and individuals that I want to like traits and skills that I want to have so there's been so many um, and it has been like, I honestly, I can't remember the last day where I didn't take, uh, I, I, I honestly don't think really, probably till about, I'd say 13, 14, that I haven't necessarily studied something. It's been a consistent pursuit every single day. It's a high value. So yeah, there's been massive amounts. Nowadays, like, nowadays, I suppose just to touch on that is it's like, I look at, I probably look at different mentors, and I look in different qualities and different aspects. Um, and I also think that everyone can teach you something. Um, it isn't always like a tip or a piece of advice. It can even just be a situation. Um, it can also teach you what you don't want. Um, as well. So yeah, there's been a lot of support, and I, I, um, I, I've heavily, heavily, always like. Looked into having a great um as I call it, I call it like a boardroom having a great boardroom around me um of people and sometimes you have to work your way into that sometimes you have to pay your way into that sometimes you need to wait. There's been situations where I've had the wait. Like there at the weekend, I was with uh, one of my friends and I was a bit I was a bit mad because he was he held this big event and it's like uh, uh, his coaching program called built the last there was all these top end entrepreneurs and coaches and all the different and, I remember looking up to him thirteen years ago and being on his email list for thirteen years. And now, like that event, like I played a big part in helping the community in the initial set setting. And now seeing that community in the middle of the world in Dubai, like and being being invited to that, uh, that's massive. But you have to sometimes wait your way, um, to um getting access to certain people and things. So, yeah, that's been my journey with mentors. Yeah, when the student is ready, the
0: master appears. Right.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, And I think like you just got to surround yourself with great quality people consistently. 100%.
0: And I remember from our last conversation, I don't know if it was you said it about one of your friends said it or what way it came up, but um, I think the statement was proud to be their friend. And that hit me in the gut. Imagine somebody could say that about somebody else and imagine someday being called that or somebody to be able to say that about you just hit me in the gut
1: yeah yeah that and you want to have friends that you're proud of and different aspects and yeah yeah like no it's it's a it's a big statement and things but it's great when you surround yourself with people and you have to be proactive with that you like it's not something that sits on your lap it's not something that um that'll just happen you have to be quite proactive and as well I suppose to sort of start creating that, you also have to say no to other people and know the other things and distance yourself um as well and be okay with that.
0: Yeah, and that's sometimes the hardest uh is saying no. Um a, a girl that I coach, she actually got say no, tattooed on her arm to remind her to um to do it because it's really hard and it's easy to say no to things you don't want, or at least that's a little bit easier than saying no to the things you do want, but it's because you're prioritizing something else. Uh, and that's sometimes harder. But again, it's the development that will lead to less overwhelm, less stress, less uh, chaos in your life, and more order and more progress because you focused rather than tried to do everything for everyone, which just isn't possible. But, 100%. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're okay. The, the, the challenges then along that kind of journey and adventure that you've been on, so kind of saying no has probably helped avoid potentially some of those challenges, but it's difficult and it's part of the challenge. Were there any other kind of things that were difficult, I guess, over the last couple of, I guess, years in your, your growth and your adventure yourself? Um, tell me about that and what kind of comes to mind that helps you get through those challenges as well?
1: I don't know. The start has been so many challenges. <laughs> I don't know what we're up about now. Um, what well, I suppose what's been the biggest challenge? What's been like the first challenges were all about standing up and leaning into that uncertainty and leaning into who you wanted to be and saying no, and developing that courage and confidence to do what you wanted to do. There's been financial um challenges throughout building businesses and things. Um. There's been loneliness for, um, like I said, I am abnormal and sometimes at a, at a young age that took abnormal actions um, to get there. So like that took separate myself from things that took, um, that also then took in for me to sort of reevaluate what's meaningful, what's not meaningful. Um, I work a lot less than what I did before. Don't get me wrong, I'm fully engaged and I still, it's a still top of mind, but I probably work, I've probably got more freedom now. um. There's been people, like I said, what was said about no and things. There's people I put on mute for a period of time um, and then came back to and, and reintroduced um challenges as well like I got absorbed in things like I made a a post a few weeks ago about um like when I first started training um it was about building as much muscle as possible and I got absolutely stacked and bodybuilding and took steroids and things like that and then realized that like that was me gaining confidence for an external measure whereas I'm a lot more confident than I'm 15 kilos lighter and do less training um other challenges like even just developing new skill sets like i started off this just for sure like i was just i i i actually started this whole off by my own journey and people asking me for advice and just out of love of it i didn't want to be a coach um and then pretty much i got asked to coach because i've been talking so much about it and almost didn't even realize it but i was building a portfolio so like i then had to develop skill sets like and i still have to develop skill sets like we've talked about leadership in regards to building a team, I know I know my next sort of step for impact is that like I, I can't be like we chatted about it. It's like having the same result without you being in the room. And um, so it's building systems, building team. Um, even now, like there's so many like skills that I've had to develop in regards to like we've talked about like emotional awareness and to really connect with people and really bring them to that sort of state of change. So yeah, like there's been a whirlwind the challenges. Probably the biggest challenge, just having the balls and the guts to do what you want to do and be who you want to be, um, and uh, doing that—that that, that would that would probably be the biggest challenge that I would say. Um, I say that, like I—I I was on a podcast a few weeks ago, and I probably don't—I probably like when I say it when I when I say it out, I probably don't realize, but there's been a lot of challenges under the surface that i I have just gritted through um and so I probably say that, I'm probably not I'm probably not given everything, but there has been just times where I've just had to grit through things and get things done um on a consistent basis too. Mm.
0: Yeah, and those kind of inner challenges, um there's a book and I just I just can't think of the name of it, but it's an audiobook I was listening to, and they say it's like thorns on a thorn bush. And that those inner challenges are things that get kind of caught in life as you're kind of moving through it. Cause you are the thorn bush and they're being caught in stuff, but with like, I go to a therapist and I know we've talked about that before. and kind of coaches and that kind of stuff. The thorns seem to soften and those inner challenges soften as well because we've softened to them and with them and our relationship to them changes so that they don't have the same, um, Effect as we're being pulled through the world. And I, I think that that's probably there's an external set of challenges, like you said, financial and like not having people around you is all external. But loneliness is different to solitude. And sometimes solitude is where you're powerful on your own and comfortable on your own rather than feeling I'm not surrounded by people. But those also lead to lessons and insights and a reinforcing like you've said of your deeper confidence in yourself not on external measures but on an internal um kind of compass you could say so what were some of those lessons for you that came from some of those challenges
1: yeah and i was i love that and i shared this this morning probably about an hour and a half ago before this and it's not the issue that's the matter it's your relationship with the issue so like this individual's had a tough time and then I asked him, how was he feeling today? And he was like, I'm still feeling really poor. And I was like, "It's okay, I have that. But the thing that really helped, like I didn't, I, I, I says one thing I really like sort of invite you to look at is your relationship with that given issue. Like we are human beings. We are biology. We will have um, different moods. We will have different uh, feelings. Um, we will also have things that happen to us but it's our relationship with that issue or with our current being that we need to really sort of look at each and every single day as well like I think that this is something probably more recently that I've gained an insight in is like the way I describe this is right is like you have so many thoughts in your head on a daily basis and like you will always have thoughts that are for you thoughts that are against what you're doing like you always have like um, you'll always have thoughts that are positive and negative towards the situation. No matter, yes, like sometimes you'll train yourself and you'll be more positive, you'll see that upside, but there always will be negative. There always will be negative there. And the way you want to look at this is like in your mind, you want to pay attention to that commentary. And when those negative aspects come in, just like look at it like a flatmate, look at it like a roommate that you live with. And just not instead of shouting back, just being okay with it, just understanding it, just getting curious. For me, like I, I, I've leveled up, I've changed. But the thing that I recently have realized is it's like now and again that the old Ben kicks in, like the old Ben's behavior, the old Ben's tone, the old Ben's behavior, uh, actions, and it's like instead of getting annoyed at that, it's like recognizing that's a moment. It's not a, it's not your character. It's not who you are. It's not permanent. It's temporary. And the bit I'm getting at is, it's like it's changing your relationship with an issue, with a thought, with a situation that really is the the key. Um, so that's a big, big, big realization I probably gained the last sort of year or two um, is your relationship with issues.
0: Yeah, I I always say it's the it's not the thing, it's the thinking about the thing. And if you yeah. can change again, like you say, the relationship with it. Well, then you automatically if there's a relationship there's two parts so you're already separating yourself from the thing so then you can observe that there's a connection which is what you're saying the relationship and that helps you objectively look at it rather than personally be caught in it yeah and one of my good friends in switzerland i'm gonna have her on the podcast as well she's just an amazing person as well and She gave me an exercise, which was walking in a forest and picking a tree that represents how you want to feel. And I'll send you the picture of the tree. Uh, And it's not the tree. It's the thinking about the tree. And I've had people since, because I talk about this every time I speak to kind of groups of people as part of their kind of PT qualifications. And I've had people send me pictures of the trees and they're like, that's my tree. And they can't believe it because it's not the tree. It's the thinking about the tree. I did it with an ex premier league footballer a couple of weeks ago and he sent me the tree and he's like, that's it. That's the guiding force in my life right now. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. And I'll, I'll, someday when you're in Bangor, Northern Ireland, or I'm in Dubai and there's a forest somewhere in Dubai, let's pick your tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I, I love that. We need to definitely do that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and I,
0: and I, yeah, I really like that. And as well, you said about the kind of loneliness as well. And that can be some of the lessons as well is that you've upgraded both your own culture within your mind, but also probably the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And we think when we step away from the group that we used to be in, that it's lonely, it can be solitude because we then just are choosing or more intentionally picking and surrounding ourselves with both our own culture internally but also a group that's leveled up from where we were and who we want to become more like. So I really like that kind of transition and that kind of upgrading of who you are in your own community, but also the inner dialogue and conversation that's going on internally
1: too. I want to I wanna share something that is kind of just on both that and the last aspect. So i was in relationships for like 11 years and i came out of one and i felt lonely after that so i did and i was working with a communication coach at the time and she just challenged me on a few things and it was more again my relationship with like being by yourself having a night in sitting in and um, doing that and i'm so so grateful for that period of time but the one thing and an exercise that she got me to do was we as society were conditioned that, like you said, like you can have power in solitude, you can have great moments by yourself, some of your best moments are by yourself, etc. And like, what she challenged me to do was like, see when I seen someone like out and about in day-to-day life, like out in the street or walking down an alleyway or on the bus, Like your initial reaction, she got me to think about that. And it's like, oh, they're by themselves or all they're sitting in or all of this. Like that was your initial reaction. So she got me every time that happened, to send her a voice note of pretty much the flip side, Ah, oh, so I would have been sitting on a bus and there'd be someone up there it's like, this is Jerry in front of me. Jerry, he's on the bus, he's going home, he's going to open up Monopoly, he's going to have a game of wine, he's going to have some wine, he's nice. going to then realise this big massive business idea, whatever. So it was like changing your relationship by being by yourself and see just the outlook. And that gave me, I think that gave me the confidence to sort of sit by myself because I'd almost been attached to someone to a degree. So that was massive so it was, I just remember that exercise and doing that for a few weeks and every single time you saw someone and changing this, the narrative about it, oh, so crazy. And then now, like when you have your time by yourself, you're like, yeah, like no, I'm kind of like telling everyone else, like, go away, want my own time so, and more and more and more and more and more. But I think that gave me courage and confidence to sort of sit more, um, just that exercise. So that's an example of the relationship aspect and something that uh, the listeners can take and um, for their own, um, their, their own self to sit with themselves more.
0: Yeah, and I, in Tim Ferriss's book Tribe of Mentors, he talks about an exercise a little bit similar to that, which again is just reframing the same thing but a different story, so that it feels more empowering. And he has this practice called loving kindness, which I think came from one of the top people in Google, if I'm not mistaken, and it's from that book. But what it is, is that if you're out and, and you're on your own in a coffee shop, let's say, and you're people watching or you're in a, um, a, a anywhere, all you do is either picture somebody in your mind if you're on your own and there's nobody around or look at the strangers and just wish them to be happy. Mm. And he said, it's a unselfish act that massively benefits you and how you feel, because it absolutely is evidence-based increasing in, in happiness. And yet mm. you're wishing other people happiness. So it's a beautiful practice. And I, I did an email about this last week, uh, cause we talk about over overthinking, but it's only overthinking. If it's negative, you wouldn't be complaining about overthinking if it was positive. Right. And I gave them this as a challenge to say, how can you then overthink love and kindness? And do it a little bit consistently. Just bring people to mind that you wish to be happy. Mm. You can't overthink that stuff. It's not negative, right?
1: <laughs> um, I love that. One, yeah. one principle in coaching that I do, and I think it, I think it happens, um, it correlates in normal life, but I, do, I wouldn't do that happiness. But I, one statement that I always just say to the guys is build, build people from strength. So most people, when they come to you, it's with an issue or something they're wrong with, but if you build from strength, so it's highlight the strength first and we're just building on top of that. Um, that's the way I look at it. Um, and I think that's that phrase, build from strength. Um, so it's always like, like, one thing I'll always, one of the questions, like when someone um, comes on the academy is give me, a, give me, a, give me um, an example of where you've done something amazing. And then we just take that trait and take what you've done and plug it into this. Um, and again, in but I love that happiness and kindness because that's much more. That's uh, just much more, I suppose, free. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice one.
0: And so that, so that's a bit of your journey. You could say the call to adventure, the challenges, and the mentors and the people along the way, the lessons that you're kind of solidifying and still finding and uncovering and discovering as well. When you return home, what do you think? people experience you as differently now than when you kind of set off on this adventure
1: mm. yeah like i think like uh, i'm I actually i'm returning home in the next few months so it's kind of interesting but i think um like uh, uh, a lot of situations that I go into people sort of rely on me people rely on me as a leader people rely on me as a rock. they always see me getting after it. an inspiration um in regards to like I do what I'm gonna I do what I say I'm gonna do I go and create that also someone that they can talk to I think because I've been through those struggles and I've recognized them not repressed them and so yeah like I would say I would like to think that um someone that people can rely on for help and someone that um they can look at from a role model perspective in regards to the, their own standards their own body their own training and what's possible um, and i think like um i i always just give So someone that is like i, like I was saying i, was, I felt like in a, i felt years ago i was in a shell whereas now i'm out and i'm giving and i'm talking and i'm sharing and i'm um helping people navigate so Yeah, like a corner man, I'd probably say. Like, what was the thing? Corner man. Say more? A corner man. So, like, someone, like, they're in their own fight, but they come to me as a corner to get a bit of advice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I love that.
0: And if you were to coach or advise somebody to become a hero in their story, where do you think you
1: would start? Just I would look at the the things that they need and um, themselves and embody that. Like if they need like if they need better health, they need better training. I would look at that. If they need more energy, I would look at that. If they need someone to be the 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 um the soundboard, need that I would look at that and really help them step into that. And as well, just help them realize that like everyone around us wants lead, everyone around us wants heaters, everyone on a day-to-day basis um wants someone to look up to, someone to be there, someone to care, someone to um lean on. Um so yeah that would be like that's where where I would look at um and really get them clear like when you're so locked in on that on who you're becoming on who your vision you just you, you 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 just start changing as long as you've the right support and things mm-hmm. yeah and and I suppose like so I'm going to go back on that. Yeah, like, I am a bit, I, I, I think, like, to get people to change, like, and I am a bit quite upfront and I do ask big questions. So I, I think the big thing that helps sometimes is, like, if you were sitting at the end of the year, what would you regret that you haven't done so far? So I think that would be a way to get people to take action. Um, things like opposing forces um, to get them to step into it because, Stepping into that hero, there's going to be an identity crisis. There's going to be moments you'll doubt yourself. There's going to be moments that you'll not like it. There's going to be moments that you'll have to, um, you, you'll have to step in when you don't feel like it. But that's the, you, that, those questions can really anchor. So that you, you do. it. Mm.
0: And what's next for you? So what are you excited about as you look to the future?
1: What am I excited about? Well, I'm having an amazing impact. Well, we are having an amazing impact on, on our guys in the academy, and like we're really having a life changing impact. So it's just getting that getting that in front of more people and helping them, um, helping them with their body, helping them with their energy, their confidence, and who they can really become. So doing that, we've served in twenty two different countries, and hopefully we can serve in a lot more. Um, and hopefully, like we were chatting about, we can do it smoother, faster, better. Um, hopefully as well, there's a little bit less um, leniency on me and it's, there's more and there's different aspects, and different coaches and different resources and systems. So that's, the, that, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm excited about. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the next chapter, I would say. Nice.
0: And is there any questions that I should have asked you that I didn't?
1: um I don't know like it's been it's been uh massive uh like sort of just talking about this and sharing this and I think from like reflecting on it it's um much more personal I don't real I didn't realize probably like it's like of training and all this journey but it's much more personal there's um the underlying why is expression, expression of self and expression of the others and stuff. So that's been big to sort of think about. Um, so, yeah, um, that's, that's massive. <laughs> and hopefully hopefully, um, the listeners get a lot from my rambles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there were rambles. And yeah. just
0: thank you. So I think thank you for a couple of things. I Like I appreciate who you are who you're becoming, but also the journey that you've been on and the adventure that you've been on, but also that you're leaning in and doing that so that you can role model it for other people that can follow or at least then be equipped and have the example to lead in their own lives. And I just appreciate how willing you are to do the work. Uh, It's not easy, but you're leaning into that deep work so that you're better able to show up for the people that you support. And I just appreciate you being the first guest Taking time out to do it, but also just showing up as a human with flaws, with things that need to improve, with areas that you're paying attention to that aren't all good, but also that there's so much progress and so much evidence for who you have become because of the challenges, because of the struggle, and you still proceed forward and are excited about helping and impacting more people. Uh, what would be more hero-like than that? You know. So I just appreciate this and the conversation as well. So thank you, Ben. I'm um, looking forward to the next conversation on the next podcast at some point to do as well and just appreciate it
1: definitely I really appreciate it bro I really really do and um means a lot and again I hope that the the listeners get so much from this yeah thank you
0: boom (laughs)